the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. By faith, we prepare for the celebration of the birth of Christ. The beauty of the genealogy is it teaches us how faithful God is to us. That all along the way, no matter what the situation was, he was always making for corrective, a corrective path. If, if the nation of Israel or the people of God went off track, he was always correcting them back to the center. We begin to see this uh, in Adam and Eve. Uh, the importance to understand that God, even after their uh, expulsion from paradise, God still cared for them and loved them. He kept directing them. So we come to Noah. And we see Noah's beautiful faith and righteousness contained in his, uh, his, his obedience to God in building an ark. Can you imagine? <laughs> in the middle of the desert, in the dry desert. What are you doing, Noah? Building an ark. Why? Because there's going to be a flood. There's no water anyway. And with the faithfulness of Noah to continue. God's plan, uh, and then we come to Abraham, beautiful Abraham and his complete, beautiful sacrifice to God, his righteousness to God, becomes the father of many nations. We are our children of Abraham, children of Israel. Abraham had many sons, and many sons had father Abraham. You were one of them, no, I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord, right? <laughs> It's a great song, but it says something very powerful about Abraham. 2,000 years before Christ, we're still remembering him. Because God worked his faithfulness through Abraham, and then through Isaac, and then through Jacob. And Jacob bears 12 sons, and Joseph is sold into Egypt. Kind of a sacrificial lamb of the family. Uh, unbeknownst to his brothers even, that he goes to Egypt uh, as exiled from the family uh, and ends up bringing the nation Israel in a famine through Egypt to save them. So do you see how God kind of keeps working this? Something that seems so evil, selling Joseph to uh, the Egyptians, and then how God moved it to good? All along the path we see this happening. And then they are captured in uh, Israel. They are made slaves uh, to the Egyptians. And he sends Moses, who can't even speak well. <laughs> if I can't speak well, said, don't worry, your brother's a good speaker. Aaron, we'll take care of things for you. But he gave Moses words to say, free my people. Moses, in a miraculous work, uh, exits Israel from Egypt, crossing the Red Sea, very powerful moment in the nation of Israel, and then they cross into the land, and they're ready to go into the promised land, and they stumble over a fear, because the people in the land are too big and strong. So they says, you're going to wander in the desert for how many years? 40 years. They could have made it across quickly. But because of your, we need to learn a lesson here. So he teaches them a lesson to cross 
the Jordan River into the promised land from Joshua. And they get into the land, beautiful land, and they, uh, all the tribes find their places in the land, and then they start to stumble. They start following all the ancient gods, the, the false gods in the land. And so God sends judgment to help them. Every time they sinned, God would send a heavy persecution upon them. They would repent, and the judge would save them. And like Gideon, and his 300 beautiful men, see how he saved them, and he saved them miraculously all the time. But you see how God keeps correcting things? Corrects us all along the path. We need to be so encouraged by every time, even for our own little life. You know, we move this way, and it's the wrong way. What's God going to do? He's going to bump you. You ever felt that? Such a little bump. Oops. I'm going the wrong path. Okay? That's God saying, get back on the path. That's how he works. That's how he's worked through history. We can be so grateful for that. Even through the kings. And the kings come into play through Saul, David, and Solomon. The kingdom is divided. And from that on, there's 40 kings in both in both uh, North and the South Kingdoms. How many good kings in the totality of those 40 were good? How many were good? Eight. Eight of them. Only eight. But God kept moving that in a good direction, in the right direction. Kept moving even the nation of Israel through their difficult times as kings into uh, the better, into the better. But then they're they're taken captivity in Babylon, and then we hear the great stories of Daniel the prophet and the three holy children in the fire. That they're eventually, their faith is maintained in Babylon, and they are then sent back uh, through King Cyrus to uh, to uh, Israel. And then forty years of four hundred years of silence, and then we come to John the Baptist, who uh, the last prophet before the Lord. And we see all along the way that God was preparing two families. All this was preparing two families. Zacharias and Elizabeth to bear John. Joachim and Anna to bear the mother-in-law. This was prepared. This was planned. This was guided. So does God guide your life? Does God guard your life? understand it. All along the way, he's doing it. It should so much encourage us. So much encourage us. It should grow our faith. This is the one of the beautiful things about the genealogy being read. Look at how faithful God was. They, aren't, they all weren't righteous people that were listed. Okay? All along the way, he kept moving it the way he knew it needed to be to save mankind and to save all creation. So we come now to this point where Mary bears the Son of God, and all of creation now is united to this, this moment, and we are saved and lifted above that which we are incapable, without God's help, to bear ourselves. So not only now does God direct the path, he gives us strength in Christ to walk the path. You're not happy old person. This is, this is like, this is so awesome. You know the way, 
and he's giving them the person in your heart to lead the way. That's why we say so powerfully uh, tomorrow evening, Christ is born. Glorify him. Because all this is for us. This is all done for us. The beautiful last line in that uh, in that uh, Hebrews passage, God having something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. This was all included. He knew all this down. The path has been set from eternity. And God keeps directing it to that which is good. And, and so in our own life, how does that work out in our own life? You ever wonder sometimes, uh, am, I, am, am I walking the right path? Is this the correct thing to do? Start listening and, and, and leaning toward God. Leaning toward uh, the help of the church, the help of people around you. Because we know that God is directing us toward good. That is the, that's the message of the genealogy. So I, I pray that that helps build our faith. That we have faith not only in, in our Lord but in the lives of the saints that have gone before us that we've listed, uh, in the church, and in each other that help us guard ourselves and move our, in that direction. So uh, to what end? And to what, what do I work on? What then do I work on with this idea that God is directing me and moving? It's very interesting when I was reading this passage in Hebrews, conquered kingdoms, enforce justice, receive promises, stop the mouths of lions, quench raging fire, escape the edge of the sword, one strength out of weakness. You know, I started looking at that and I said, you know, those things we can apply to ourselves. Conquer the kingdom of your mind. Conquer kingdoms. You know that's a kingdom up there? Of, lots of things come into the mind. We want to conquer the mind. We want to capture the thoughts that come into mind and accept them or reject them. What that we conquer the kingdom of the mind with the help of God. Enforce justice. You know, it's very interesting. There's a line in the saints uh, interpreting that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. It means be hard on yourself to do the good thing. You ever have to kind of kick yourself to do it? To move yourself to do the right thing, to do the good thing? Enforce righteousness, enforce justice. You can do it with the help of God. Remember this. Receive promises. You know, it's so important that we meditate on the promises God has given to us. One, that we are saved. We're saved. Two, we're being saved. Three, we will be saved. Just stop. Let your mind think. You've been saved. You're united to Christ. You're being saved. He's saving you.
Glorify Christ, who will be born to us a Savior. Amen. 